You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Jay Phelps, a senior software engineer at Netflix, joins us to discuss Next, Vercel, third-party scripts, and performance on the web. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Modern Web Podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Lit or on LinkedIn at Tracy S. Lee. And um, today we're here to um, compare two mustaches. The mustache of Jay Phelps and Ben Lesh. No contest. This is way better. No, I think they have different, they have different qualities. What, what are the qualities of yours? Mine is okay. like super, super thick and tall. And that's why it's better. Very like shapely. Yeah, mine is, mine is more experimental and like, I just don't give a crap and I haven't been shaving, so. <laughs> and um, also the um, clean shaven face of Adam Rackus. I guess it's not clean shaven uh, today. Yeah. You have a, you have a five <laughs> o'clock shadow. Yeah, I shaved last Thursday. Jay has a midnight shadow. Um, anyways, so. Jay's got the like Wild West Sheriff's mustache. Like you call on the sheriff to break yep. up a fight. That's what walks in and you know yeah. things are going to get settled real quick. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Jay actually, he shaved like five minutes ago. That right. was... It just keeps coming back. Yeah. So um, if you're listening to this, you should obviously go to YouTube and check out the mustaches or lack of mustaches and shadows. And all that. But anyways, okay, so uh, Ben Lash is one of my hosts as well. Hi, Ben. Hello. <sighs> and uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ben Lash. And Adam's also a host today. And uh, Adam Ragus on Twitter. Did you add me on LinkedIn yet? I still have Did not. I, I promise I'm going to oh. do this when we're done. And then we it's have LinkedIn a special guest you. today. <laughs> Uh, LinkedIn keeps telling me to get verified and how it's really easy and free. And then I keep clicking on the link and saying, okay, look, this is not easy. And I don't know if it's free either, but this is hard. Anyone it's else verified on LinkedIn? Salt. Yeah. Are they still using Ember? I don't know. I just, uh, I'm blaming so. Ember. I Someone blame check on here. <laughs> I miss, I miss Ember. I do. I really do actually. Oh, really? well, Jay Phelps, before we talk about why you miss Ember, um, can you introduce yourself? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm Jay Phelps. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore J-Y-P-H-E-L-P-S, underscore Jay Phelps. Uh, I'm a software engineer at Netflix. I work on a shared client foundations team. So like a foundation team for stuff that's shared across all the different clients like mobile, TV, web. So initiatives of, that involve all of them, basically. So I kind of dabble in all sorts of stuff. And this ended up on your calendar and here you are. <laughs> yes, exactly right. It's just on my calendar, and it's like, okay, well, here we are. Yeah, I'm supposed Tracy, to be somewhere. Yeah, when Tracy uh, sends me an invite, I show up. Wow. All right. Well, I'm having a birthday party. No, I'm having an Easter egg hunt at my house in um about a month. Would you like to come? Mm. <laughs> it depends on the date. Yeah, like because I uh, I have to visit. Uh, Next month is our team on site. Oh. It doesn't, I doubt that it would overlap with Easter. So, Well, you all are invited. It's March 23rd, and it is 780 eggs wow. for children's ages 0 to 4. This is your house, or where, where is it? 
That's going to be in my backyard. Oh, you're going to be in Key West? Of course you are. Where's Adam Rackus in the world? Um, Key West. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Wait, why, why are you going to be in Key West? He's always in Key uh, West. Oh, and if you watch those like Key West cameras, you know, those live, they have like these live cams. There's this place called Sloppy Joe's, which like apparently doesn't serve Sloppy Joe's or maybe they do. I don't know. But like, should you actually eat it Wait, there? What? I don't know. What? But there's a bar called Sloppy know. Joe's. If they it's don't serve Sloppy Joe's, why is it called that? Maybe it's because they're sloppy. Oh, yeah. oh, that was literally just a realization for me. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh, it's because everyone gets drunk there. Yeah. It was a favorite hangout with Hemingway's. I don't know if he was instrumental in the naming or if the name has something to do with oh. Hemingway. There's pictures of Hemingway all over the walls inside Sloppy Wait, Joe's. Wait, like, is Hemingway's last name Joe? I don't think oh, sorry, so. first name. It's his first name. Oh my gosh! But literally, by, all, by all accounts, he used to get pretty sloppy. So I guess that that could there be you something go. to do with it. Look, all we know is that Ernest, Ernest Hemingway's house has a lot of cats. Okay. So well, I mean, Adam Rackus is going to Key West the, for the same reasons that Ernest Hemingway went to Key West, which is he was told it's better to get drunk in Key West than drunk in Oklahoma. Yeah, they have good pina coladas. Okay, which brings Perfect. us back. To, yeah. <laughs> three truths two truths and a lie two truths okay but okay let's get back to this ember situation so jay phelps misses ember why yeah, well I, I mean the number one thing is i miss the community and the simplicity of it and the the paved pathness of it like it's very like this is how you do it like even if it's awkward this is how you do it and and um it, and i'm not saying it's awkward i'm just saying like there's cases where the things like sound good in theory and then in practice there's edge cases that it doesn't handle and those sorts of things and i, I kind of like that it was very comforting um and uh, i haven't followed ember for years so i have no idea what they're up to but um, like so you so you just miss like the opinionated nature of like i don't have to think about this yeah, to a certain extent, yes. I mean, you do have to think about it in practice, but I mean, like, there's just things are just more paved or were more paved, I guess. Whereas, like, React is kind of wild west. It's changing, like, because today people use Next, you know, which is basically kind of Ember for React, you know, in a lot of ways. And it's not, you know, even more than that. Like, it provides even more stuff than than Ember does. And so, um, I think that's changing. But I also think it's somewhat dangerous to to i don't know my problem with next is that it's backed by for and I, and I like for i like guillermo i have respect for the company completely but putting a a uh a, the number one framework in the hands of a private company um is dangerous right you know um so, so you're saying and, they have to ipo and then you'd feel better um I would feel a little bit better because the, the incentives change like uh, a startup versus a public company, but the incentives are still there. Um, I, and this is the, but to be clear, this is the same argument I, I used to make about Facebook too, you know, but I feel like Facebook's incentives, I think in practice, I feel like they actually did a really good job of, of not doing things like there, they don't, Facebook never really had an incentive for people to use, um, react at the expense of how do i say this like facebook doesn't make profit off of, of react whereas Vercel does like it's like it's whole shtick like they need you to use it so that they can make a profit off you which I, again i'm not i'm not an anti-capitalist at all um but, but it's just scary you know just something to think about and and um 
especially for folks who want to use React in, in cases where Next makes no sense, which are a lot of cases. You know, it's one of the reasons why you, you have uh, people like Ken Wheeler, who uh, you know are constantly railing against these, you know, some of the new developments in the React community because his use cases, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even make sense. Same thing with the Netflix. Like on our TV, we use React. We're never going to use Next. We're never going to use you know like a lot of the newer stuff that's come out. It's just incompatible with our um, application model. And um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I used Next back when I did out Smartly. Um, it's great. I'm not trying to trash it at all. Just, uh, I don't know how I went from Ember to talking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. All roads um, lead to next because yeah, right that's, that's it's, it's like a what do you call it? Uh, podcast bingo. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> actually, we'll just keep letting you talk, and we'll see what other hot topics come out. And I won't even yeah, bring right? them up. <laughs> but you must be hanging out with Ben because Ben is always like, I don't use that crap, and Adam's mm. like, shut up, Ben. What are you talking about? This is great stuff. I don't use that yeah. crap. No, I'm glad. Do you? I think people <laughs> more vocal. Like th there are use cases like what Ken and Ben do, which is, I believe, somewhat similar. And Jay is doing very different things, neither of which have any use for React server components. And that's totally fine. And I think we need to normalize the fact that ding, ding, there's ding. a whole lot of use cases. Another bingo, React server components. Jay didn't even bring that up just now. I think yeah. he did. He was, that's what he was talking about. Did you? The newer stuff. Did you say? Yeah, I did. Oh, I when did. you said the newer that. stuff, you meant React Server components. I okay. To that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There I don't we know go. If I said it specifically, but yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, <laughs> there, I mean, we do have a website. We do, so we may use it on there someday, you know, React Server components and that sort of stuff like that. There, It's not that there aren't use cases at Netflix, certainly. Um, it's just, yeah. It's, it's, but, but I think for the average, I mean, the big thing when I was at, I was, when I was doing out smartly, which still exists today, but I just left and went back to Netflix. Um, when I was doing it smartly, I just saw so many horrendous next code bases, like um, like so many different companies that were just super struggling with performance. And um, I just w wish the community could, um, if we're gonna offer something like next, really, really focus. I think they've actually, I haven't been following lately, but I know that they're well aware of these sorts of issues. And we're also working towards trying to nudge Tell people us in the all right the issues. So like you have an issue with Next because of the performance or like the uh, performance and the code bases you've that, that I think is too black and white. But I'm not Because I'm not trying to say I have an issue with Next. I think Next has a use case and it's great for that, the, the, but they can do better. And so I'm kind of, I'm, um, if anything, I'm kind of, I don't know, sitting on my armchair complaining about something that um, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to over. I don't want to overemphasize what what I'm saying. Like, make you have the takeaway that I don't like Next or something, or think people shouldn't use Next because the 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 logical question is, well, then what should I use otherwise? And there really isn't something that I would be like, you should be using this instead. I think it just depends on what's your use case. Like, if you're building, um, you know, like a, I, if you're building a something that's not quite an application, but not quite a storefront. I feel like that's the perfect happy medium for Next at this point. 
like full on application. I feel like Next is not really great for that sort of like, you know, like if you're writing Photoshop sort of thing or you're doing um, like you're mostly a dashboard with for internal tools or something like that or some sort of you know, admin panel or something. I feel like Next isn't necessarily always the greatest. You can use it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like not, not necessarily the best for that. Then there's the complete flip side of that where it's like pure storefront. I, and I know they've tried in the last couple of years to try and improve the the experience for that sort of use case. But last I checked, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I have been out of that for a couple of years. So, but last I did check, um, it still wasn't exactly the best use case for that. But like, as far as performance and, and other things that come with that. But at the same time, I also want to point out that none of this matters if you're using google tag manager with with snapchat with facebook with you know if you're throwing all of these third-party scripts on your page none of that even matters like we can talk about this till the cows come home the it's a bigger problem i'm kind of pivoting but i just wanted to clarify that it, none of these things matter how good next is if we can't fix the third-party script problem like i feel like and there's the the stuff from Builder.io doing really, really cool stuff to try and like party, uh, what's it called? Uh, party kit. The thing where, is it party kit? I was gonna say party kit, but is that the thing? It's the, I could be conflating two different projects, but they, Builder.io came out with a project a couple of years back uh, for running third-party scripts off the main thread, like in you know, a worker um, and- uh, Yeah, so I don't know what that is. Party yeah, kit is Sunil's- New things yeah, for that's right. yeah, yeah. So I am conflating too. Yeah, unrelated. Um, oh, I am. I'm the one that's third party script off main thread. I'm just googling it real quick. It's so called Party, party town. town. Yeah, that's why I got confused. Yeah, Party Town. Um, and that's like, uh, I haven't again, I haven't touched that since probably uh, six months after it came out. I stopped needing that sort of thing, but uh that sort of thing is what i want to see more innovation and and and, and in some ways you know it has to use some sort of hacks it has to use some hacks to get things done like it uses this xml http hack using the the synchronous um, ajax calls basically to block the main thread um like really if, if there's deficits in the browser i feel like that's like the browser should be help, browser people should be helping us solve these sorts of problems where we want to run third-party scripts, but we don't want it to slow the heck down of our website. Like Why are I feel they? like that's, that's a great question. I don't know. I feel like Google is incentivized to do that, in fact, because they're a big culprit of it. They are. They're incentivized they're, to fix it or to not fix it. Yeah, to, to fix it, because Google Tag Manager is like one of the biggest. What were you saying, Ben? So it's, I was just saying that they are incentivized. Like the people that are working on like what wig stuff and browser stuff, they're... Um, it's interesting because they move faster than say the TC39 because it's smaller groups of yeah. people, but they they tend to make small, short, incremental steps towards larger goals like that. And so, like it seems like there's not a lot of velocity until all of a sudden there's like for like the CSS is a really good example where it's like they add a little feature, add a little feature, add a bunch of little features you don't care about, and then one day they're like, look, here's this bigger feature that we built off of all these other features, like. Mm -hmm. Um, progress, not I, perfection, right? Yeah. The, the other thing is they have the same problem that framework teams do and that the people that are working on it are removed from actual usage of the thing, but you know, they're not the same, they're not the same people that are go out and like implement a web application. Like people that might be listening to this podcast, like they in fact might not be very good at doing that. Right. Like some of them are like C plus plus developers or whatever. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think that it's just a, 
Adam hates. They've got people. big jobs and not enough time to to know about <laughs> all those things. It's got a whole row of C plus plus books there on the bottom. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But they're on the uh, bottom for a reason. Because they're heavy. They're going to snap those little shells. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I've got a question for Jay. Um, so you said uh, Next is not great for like a pure app dashboard internal tools. I definitely agree with that. That definitely feels right, even though I might not be able to articulate exactly why. It just feels like I would want to use Vite with React Router for that sort of thing. Um, I was a little surprised to say that to hear you say that you don't think it's a good fit for pure storefront either. I would think that's where Next would kind of uh, that's stride they, a little. They tried. Well, I only I say it from, and again, I want to emphasize that I've been disconnected from that um, as of late, within the last year and a half, to, up to oh, almost two years, and so a lot can change in that amount of time. So I, this is outdated information. But from what I've, I've, you know, I'm on Twitter, so I try and stay up to date with these sort of things. And so when Next releases some new thing, like I take a look at it and all this stuff. But in practice, is what I'm talking about. What I saw at Outsmartly was just every storefront that used next was just really really slow for various reasons and so again i want to emphasize that even if you like what we tried to do one of the things we were trying to do was fix that um but like i said it, it, even no, no matter how well next tries to fix that unless they fix the the third-party script problem which is not their problem like it's it's their problem but not in the sense of you can't blame next for it because it's not their fault, but it's their problem in the sense of you go to a next site and it's slow and people will always say, you know, like, why didn't next just make, why is my site slow? Right. Like, um, yeah, but like, I mean, what, so what's the alternative? The alternative, well, I mean, the best alternative for storefronts, storefronts are not here. Here's my argument for it. Store, people, people, the best are the best for storefront is not even to use react at all in my opinion, like storefronts are not, I mean, if you do use React, I mean, I'm not saying never use React, but I'm saying if you do use React, it's either a sprinkle or it's server render stuff or something like using it as a templating language is fine. Like whatever, that's, that's you know, use whatever you want. But storefronts are actually, they're, they're simpler than people think in, in some ways and then more complicated in other ways. But by and large, you can rely on forms. So like, for example, we at Outsmartly built a, a framework. It's not it's not open source or anything, but we built um, a framework for generating storefront pages that barely used any uh, client-side JavaScript at all. It relied heavily on just web forms, like it, um, like like switching between the like it's it's amazing how much JavaScript people shipped shipped just to do things that you can actually do with with built-in form components, um, and so. Like like focus like active and focus changing using CSS based on if this element is focused then this UI changes right instead of swapping out classes using JavaScript on on click handlers, um, so it, that really for a storefront because because here an application your users will come back that or assuming that it's actually good like and so what the first render time to first render of an application doesn't matter that much. It does matter, don't get me wrong. But compared to a storefront, that's your like number one priority. Like on, on, a, on a storefront, time to first render and time to interactive, like those are just literally critical. Like people will literally not, you will lose people because people are, storefronts are very transactional. So like a vast majority of your customers are only gonna buy one. I mean, this is again, depending on your market. 
But for most of them that I saw, um, you know, you're talking your standard Shopify store. Usually this is the first time the customer's ever been here and it's going to be the last time they're ever there, even if they buy something. Like it's a very transactional sort of thing. And so you need to be, you need to have it rendered as quick and interactive as quickly as possible. And that means not throwing a ton of JavaScript at the problem. Um, and I think, you know, React server components, I feel like are the answer to that somewhat if you're going to use React. Um, like, you know, say like it helps that dramatically because you can then send a whole lot less, less um, JavaScript. Um, but I still feel, I don't know, it's, it's when, if someone said, Hey, I, I, I think the other, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. I think the biggest problem with doing it the way I'm talking about is it actually requires a decent amount of knowledge about the web. Yeah. Like you have to like, and I don't, I don't mean that to be like, man, you know, man on the high castle sort of, I just mean that like, it's tough. Like, and it's tough to, to, you have to know all, you have to know the interactions and all the special cool quirks. Like, have you ever seen like someone send, like, have you ever seen like a tweet where someone made something incredible with like SVG that you're just like, wow, how does that even work? Like that blows my mind how this person did this cool, crazy animation thing or whatever, like using features that you didn't even know existed. It's kind of like that. Like you have to know things that the average, you know, front-end developer just doesn't know. And I think that's probably the biggest reason why people don't do it. Um, but I don't know. Next well, that's so hard though. That's it's like, then how do you know? How do you know? You have to learn. Well, yeah, and right. people have to teach you, but I feel like learn. the industry doesn't do, I feel like we reach for JavaScript too much. I mean, there's, there's flip sides to that remix, you know, where they're really trying to, they're still doubling down on JavaScript a lot, but they're still trying to, teach you and show you that native forms themselves actually work really well. And that if you if you follow and use all of their patterns in a lot of ways, then you solve some of the problems I'm talking about with time to interactive issues. Like that was one of the biggest problems we saw is that people with storefronts is time to interactive issues. Someone's come to the page, page looks rendered, but then you try and interact with it and that does absolutely nothing. Um, Next is catching and, up a little uh, bit though. Uh, the the brand new stuff like the server actions that pair with the React server components, they are form based yep. and they do progressively enhance. So yep. things oh, are getting yeah. a little bit better. They're not sitting on their butt at all. Yeah, yeah. They're they're and I I have no doubt. I mean that that company's full of really really smart and talented people who are well aware of everything I'm saying. Like like and I guarantee like the biggest difficulty in these sort of discussions is nuance. Is there's not enough time to really explain everything and the nuance of it that um, and at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do to keep people from shooting themselves in the foot, um, or to prevent third-party scripts from slowing down your site. And that's I really do think, like, I'm actually nice. surprised that they haven't, that, that, that people aren't, like, I feel like Vercel should be pushing, Google should be originally doing it, but clearly they're not going to. Um, I feel like Vercel should push for some sort of platform API, like some sort of worker thread-like thing that uh, is for running third-party scripts in a way that is non-blocking, like does not block rendering, like deprioritizes it, it, it cause the browser has all of the information on scheduling. So it can know the priority of things and know, is it more important to let the user be interactive or to send that, that beacon and, you know, or, and, or load this, you know, whatever script. Cause the problem is like, you, you can run the code off the thread, but you need access to the DOM a lot of times. Like these third-party scripts need access to the DOM. And that's why things like party town try and 
solve that problem in somewhat of a hacky way. Um, and but the the issue is that it it isn't a real DOM, and so there's always going to be incompatibilities. Like when you throw a script at it, there's going to be like, oops, we didn't implement that the right way, or because you effectively almost have to implement a proxy for the entire DOM. And um, the browser is in the best position to do that, really. I was going to ask why you can't run. I've never used Google Tag Manager. I've been lucky in my career. So I, I was oh, going to ask why wow, you can't use lucky. it in a web worker, but you just said it needs access to the DOM. So that would preclude a web yeah. worker, which sucks. Yep. yep. Can Google not make a GTM that maybe doesn't depend on the DOM, or would that defeat the whole point of Google Tag Manager? <laughs> No, I mean, they can, well, Google Tag Manager also is used for loading other scripts that Google does not maintain. Um, and so, and that's part of the culprit. I, I think to me, there's, there's a couple, there's providing, how do I say this? There are always more third-party scripts and I, and all, all of them are usually pretty poorly performing. And so I feel like trying to tackle it from the perspective of fix your code isn't scalable, like in the sense of like, I feel like we need to acknowledge that we're always going to have these third party scripts and they're always going to run poorly. So we need to solve that. Like we need to sandbox them in some way so that it not literal sandbox, but like we need to somehow solve it. And this is a magic wand. I'm not giving and then actual... everybody will be like so upset because they're like, no, you're like killing my analytics or my metrics or whatever, but well, no, you have to do it in a way that doesn't do that. Like, mm -hmm. like I mean, like there's, it, it, think of it this way. Yes, I, I'm not necessarily providing a fleshed out proposal or anything, but vaguely speaking, would you, I, I would always ask the marketer, would you rather a user buy something and you, and you didn't track it? Like, I'm not saying you have to make that trade off, but even if you have to make the trade off of um, your tracking fault is behind or you didn't get, a, like you missed the page view because something was like the user interaction was prioritized. Again, I'm not saying you have to make that trade off, but at the end of the day, would you rather actually have the sale or not have the sale? Like, of course you'd rather have the sale, even if it means your analytics are less accurate, because I can tell you, your analytics aren't that accurate to begin with. And plenty of plenty of cases of, of your site's unresponsive. And so the user bounces and you never even get the events anyway. And you don't get the sale. You don't get the sale and you don't get the events. Like really um you have to kind of choose your battles and i think at the end of the day you would rather have want to have the sales you, you want to have tracking too but um and i know google has somewhat tried to i know google has has does does have proposals around tracking like cookie i haven't seen the latest movement on this but i, I know that they were they were working on because they, they want to get rid of uh third-party cookies and, and even yeah wasn't there something that like this year third-party cookies are like going away or something like that yeah, and there was a there was a whole big proposal on like on providing analytics information like uh, like tracking information in a anonymous way. Um, but I haven't heard recently what how well that. Um, but even if that is a thing, like I'm sure that that answers some of the problems. They there's still going to be third party scripts like that are doing tracking things that have nothing to do with cookies, or they use first party cookies or local storage. Like people will always find a way to track you. And people will always want those scripts to, uh, like businesses will always want those to uh, have tracking. So I feel like we need to solve that problem somehow. But again, yeah, it's, I'm, 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 I'm way, it's so easy to wave a magic wand. Y'all should have just gone to work at Vercel and fixed all these problems. 
It's, it seems yeah. like they're close to being able to have all the tools they need to solve some of these problems, right? Because there's already like web yeah. security context where you, if it's not the same yeah. origin, then you can apply different policies and stuff. And it seems like you should be able to be like, all right, so if your JavaScript came from a different origin and it doesn't have the security policy, then it can't do X and it can't add more JavaScript that can do X or whatever. Like, it seems like there should be some way to allow developers to control what can do what. Um, and but the, possibly the maybe even force things to, to run in a worker, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's, I think, cause you want, it's not that the developers are, it's not that things are happening that developers don't want to have happen. Like in the sense of access, like it right, wants users. it to have access to the DOM. It's just, it doesn't, we don't want it to be so slow, like, like to be slowing down and, and, you know, blocking the main thread um, and causing the, you know, time to first render and time to first, uh, time to interactive to be slower. So like like you like your suggestion about like it running in a worker like all of these without a doubt every single one of these scripts could run a majority of their code off the main thread if they wanted to but that would require custom coding and it requires additional knowledge that's not easy to attain and not easy to to hire for um, about you know working with the post message and all that fun stuff, the serialization stuff, and then also at the, at the end of the day, you still need to access the main thread with with the current with the current uh, worker API. Um, what you really need is a non-blocking DOM access in the worker thread. That's really I, I'm, there's probably other ways around this, but about this, but the simplest solution would be which, and I say simple, it's really not simple, but um, the solution I feel like would, would solve this is to give them a non, like basically allow a script to run un, unmodified off the main thread, but in a way that accesses the DOM asynchronously. Um, even if that means like essentially it blocks the thread itself, like in the sense of, and that's kind of how party kit or party town works. It's like, it blocks the thread itself, the, the, the extra thread um, and then asynchronously actually accesses the DOM if that makes sense and so you can emulate having a synchronous API that's not actually synchronous like it's synchronous to the thread itself but it doesn't touch the DOM synchronously if that makes sense um, and so anyway it's it's like I like I said I want to emphasize it's easy for me as to, to complain about this it's much harder to actually have things so it's not really that surprising um, that we are so you're imagining multiple threads mutating the DOM at the same time asynchronously mutating or you them. Reading. Yeah. read reads um and and i'm i, I maybe there's use I'm, I'm sure there's probably use cases for these third-party scripts to mutate the DOM but that is a territory i feel like is less about what i'm trying to, to talk about because really like the like any a perfect use case for a, for a third-party script is like knowing it tracks and sends a beacon when something is in view like when you're pro when this when they scroll down into your little gallery thing like a lot of a lot of people use these like gallery widget things and whatever when you scroll down there then it sends a beacon that knows that you've used it and then it can personalize the content recommendations the next time you go to the another product page or you come back or it can do, you know, email campaigns, like a lot of those will email you like, hey, did you want to buy this? You know, the annoying stuff that everyone hates, but for some reason still works. And so that's why people do it. When I just <laughs> like, got, we have abandonment issues, meaning yeah. I abandoned my cart. Yeah. I know I did. 
I did forget about it and I did come back. So it did work. See, Um, it's it's one of those things (laughs) where it's like, it's annoying, but at the same time it works with people. So that's why people do it. Except for tipsy elves, tipsy elves. I'm like, okay, look, I get it. Okay. I visited your site. I do not need six emails in one day to remind me to buy some ski suit that I didn't want unless it's 50% Mm -hmm. off. I mean, I did buy six Halloween outfits when they were 50% off. So it's true. I need an Easter bunny one. Which, you know, for those of you watching, thanks for letting me eat a burrito and five <laughs> peanut butter cups. It was pretty delicious. It was from Trader Joe's. And that's it was what that was. Delicious. I thought it was a cheese stick for some reason. I thought it was like a, you went, <sighs> it was a chili for chicken chili verde burrito and Trader Joe's peanut butter cups. Mm, so those are good. I was telling you guys I'm tired because children are hard. So, yeah. I'm eating. Um, anyways, so um, Jay talked more than Ben today for the first time ever. Okay. Is, is it because like your mustache walks in and it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's overpowering. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I yep. can tell you is Tracy's more obsessed with my mustache than anyone else's mustache. Oh, ever my gosh, it's true. She has not failed to mention it. Like one time in every single, anytime Ben sends me a picture, I'm like, what about your mustache? Which by the way, Ben and Jay, we've known each other for like 10 years now. Do you know how I know that? I met Lainey when she was like three months old, four months old. I don't know how old, two months old. I mean, she was a baby and Lainey is nine with Lily, Lily. Lily, (laughs) I look at a picture of Lily and I think Lainey because they look exactly alike. Yeah, and she's probably almost as tall as Tracy at this point. It's so traumatizing, y'all. It's so traumatizing, like children telling your age. Yeah. So, Jay, do you feel old? Because I don't, I'm, I think I know how old Ben and you are. I know you guys are 10 years apart. But, Jay, if, if you were a baby when we met. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I mean, 20 we were all babies. So, uh, yeah, you were like 26? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't remember which year we met. What year did we meet? Wait, that means Ben is way older than I thought. <laughs> I'm 36 now, so. Yeah. She's like, she saw a picture. I sent her a picture of me from, uh, like, there was a daddy-daughter dance, and she saw my facial hair, and she's like, makes you look old as f***ing or whatever she said. <laughs> and I'm like, I am old. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to make me edit this dang podcast, y'all. Dropping f bombs. It's a bleep Thanks. it. Yeah, I'll bleep it. Bleep. <laughs> um, but this was fun. So um, it's very stressful though because it makes me feel like, how do you know? And it's it's like a it's yeah. like the uh, you know the junior developer mid, the mid level developer like when am I going to get promoted? When am I going to pay from a senior? When am I going to whatever? And I'm like, well, Jay, how do I know all these things you're telling me? Well, um, experience. So deal with it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and there's I, nothing I, to read. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do want to just emphasize again that, like, I'm not saying don't use Next. I'm just saying that I wish more people would <laughs> try and reduce the amount of JavaScript that they're shipping. Um, like, that's Islands. a big takeaway. Yay. Yeah. I was going to say Astro looks great for storefronts. Yeah, yeah, I uh, haven't had a chance. I've had a chance to, I had a chance to play with it when it first came out, and then I've never really touched it since then. What's I'm doing my part. 
I'm doing my part. I'm well, trying to put have... RxJS in the browser and then no more RxJS. No, I don't have to download that anymore. And we are going to have, um, oh my gosh, who is it? We're going to have Matt Phillips. Somebody. Yeah, thank you. I was like looking at my Twitter DMs, like, who did I just recently invite? Yeah, we're going to have I Matt saw the Phillips. Invite. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, he's one of the co founders of Astro. He'll be coming on the podcast very soon. We will have Jay returning, but you can slide into his DMs if you want. Um, <laughs> And um, are you on LinkedIn, Jay? Uh, technically, yeah. Technically, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I haven't touched it in forever, but I mean, I mean like, same yeah, with Adam. There is a profile for me on there, yeah. Yeah, well, you can always slide into my LinkedIn DMs because, like, I talk to people there. Oh, you do? Oh, well, right. yeah. oh yeah, I mean, you're a business owner, of course. Not for the yeah. past, like, three weeks, though, because, um, you know, children and sicknesses. But thanks for listening, everyone. Um, <laughs> Okay, we'll see you all soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, y'all. Come on. Come on, everybody. This podcast is sponsored by this.labs, a framework agnostic consultancy that specializes in JavaScript. You can find them at this.co slash labs. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T dot C-O slash labs. For all of your friends and you. Yeah! Queries do, so come on, let's go, cause we got a show for you.